0: Hello! Welcome to the Facing the Gates podcast. I'm Bailey. I'm here uh, with, with David and Michael.
1: Woo. What's up?
0: They don't know who you are, so you should, like...
2: It, it's me. I'm David. Alright. And I'm Michael. Hopefully wow. you can differentiate between us. Yeah,
0: they sound different. They're twins, but they sound different. You
2: know? Yeah.
1: Just a little bit different. Yeah.
0: So anyway, um, we're, we're opening uh, these first two episodes of the podcast with interviews uh, with everyone. Because, you know, when you think of the term Christian or atheist or agnostic, whatever that means, uh, <laughs> you, you know, you, you have, like, a preconceived notion of what that is. So the, or maybe the, not. Right. Or maybe you don't know what that is. So the purpose of these episodes is so that we can kind of develop the nuances in our beliefs and, and get you guys to know who we are. Uh, so in this episode, we're going to be interviewing David. Yeah. Who is uh, the atheist? Yeah. The filthy, filthy atheist. Yeah, it, right. It, it. Well, see, I've got here uh, in the notes um, I have about you that it, it says you're a a filthy godless atheist. And you're right. So, so tell me, David, you are an atheist. Hmm. As stated. (laughs) Uh, What exactly does that word mean, and what does it mean to you? Well, kind of... So how would you define it, basically?
1: To keep it very short and simple, you don't believe in anything. I mean...
0: Anything, like, in a religious sense. Yeah, in a religious sense. Okay.
1: Or even supernatural, paranormal, whatnot. That's very dark and lonely. Eh. Just gotta make the best of it. You don't believe in anything. I don't don't believe that I exist. And that's kind of just... Uh, What I said is both kind of what most people think atheists, but some people play around with the paranormal, the cold and whatnot, and still consider themselves atheists. For me, it's just like cut and dry. Yeah. Like, I'm interested in those things from kind of a hypothetical point of view, aesthetics and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but in my beliefs that there is nothing at the end of the tunnel. It's just, boop, gone. And so
0: when, when we die, we're just gone. We just poof.
1: Yeah. That makes well, not necessarily poof.
0: Consciousness but, poofs. Yeah.
1: Your consciousness ends with your body.
0: Okay. So when I think of an atheist, I'm going to think of someone who is a naturalist, who believes in evolution and puts their faith in science. Someone who is... For the most part, though, w-
1: there are people that differ on like evolution and everything just like anybody else. Yeah. But so for me, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I would think someone who's like logical rational dogmatic secular humanism humanism sometimes comes to mind so like these aren't all necessarily bad things but their worldview doesn't contain religious belief so some atheists are more antagonistic towards religion and some are not most of them out of of all those things that are like the generalized stereotypes that i just listed off about atheism how much do you think describe you and how much do you think you differ from
1: uh hard to say because like i guess in my point of view since i don't have to deal with the consequences of the world after i die i want to leave it a better place so i guess you can put some humanness in there Mm -hmm. antagonistic i think regardless of what your beliefs are being antagonistic to each other is just kind of a dick move right because as i said mommy keep the world a better place as you're taught with like campsites and stuff. If you go out in nature, leave it better than when you came. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of a little motto to put it simply. So I guess a lot of it's true, yeah. but also I'm really, I really dislike any antagonism.
0: Elitism, like...
1: Yes, um, and, and there's like, a lot... What,
0: what would you say about, like, people that think that, like, religion is dangerous and that people shouldn't believe in religious because religion because it's wrong? Or, um, that's you know,
1: more that of an anti-deist thing. beliefs, which mm-hmm. I guess you can say is a, a subsect of, of atheism. But, yeah. I mean, as Kant said, like, learn from your enemies mm-hmm. and because everything has a little bit of truth, so... Everybody has a little bit of truth in their beliefs, maybe a lot of truth, but the kind of belief that religion can be dangerous. Yes, I mean we've what we know about cults for a reason, right? So they're not wrong, but they're not taking in the possible benefits of religion, and there are some. Yeah, I mean most of the time we see the negatives, but from a historical aspect, the sense of community and like living in the self it's a social gathering mm-hmm. yeah for, that's fair yeah so it, it's everyone has some truth but in like the anti d s point of mind and even in like the uh, extremes of either side so, uh, everything gets blown out of proportion
0: alright
1: uh, alright so I think I'm gonna let
0: Michael ask you some questions because he's been sitting here listening Do carefully it.
2: What are some things people think of when they think of the word atheist that you think don't necessarily fit you specifically?
1: Uh, well, the uh, kind of antagonistic, anti deist ideas is like the number one. Just because uh, I don't want to be a dick. Anything, I heard, anything other than that, else? just. I mean, I kind of. Had the luck of a generic atheist, I listened to metal music and like. Well, I listened to metal music. Well, yeah, pe- I, actually most people think metal music is like. Yeah, no. I mean they do it in godless, but they think metal- more the satanic, satanic panic oh, of the nineties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have, we
0: can have a whole episode on that.
2: Pray Satan,
0: follow the left path, or but, the
1: left hand
2: uh, path. <clears throat> oy vey, oy vey. But so, right. since we're on this topic, you want? Tell us about your religious background, story of how you got to where you are now, and all that fun stuff transpiring in your young mind. Well, yeah,
1: like, how did, I, how did you grow up? I mean, I guess you can say the most generic Southern Christian, I mean, for what I consider most Christians in the South do, like, they'll go to vacation Bible school and stuff, but not really get anything from it. And, like, Awana's youth group... Going mm-hmm. to church some Sundays, and like especially with grandparents because went to like Methodist church with one grandparent. I forget the church with my great grandparents. We went to. That's Baptist. fine. Let's
0: let's let's not. And then name like, specific churches, but well, you can just name like the like denomination. denomination. Yeah, yeah. And then
1: like. We went to Southern Baptist. Yeah,
0: a lot of a lot of people. Uh, Maybe fun fact: uh, we all grew up together, and we Yeehaw. went to the same church for a it, while.
2: And me and him came out the same lady, so at the same time. You and you and David did. Yeah, yeah, uh, not no, me I, and Bailey. I, I wish. Did. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess like generic
1: Christian, you could put. Mm-hmm. put so it. you had
0: like a, a Christian upbringing.
1: I mean, in some ways, yes, but like for example, our mom. And wasn't necessarily religious and her dad played to that a little bit, but he's not really.
0: Uh-huh.
2: But that that's a story for another day about him. Yeah. So were there any points in your life, any like happenings that you were like, okay, I'm an atheist. Uh, this is just another thing to add to why I'm an atheist. I guess like it never really hit all at once. It was just a gradual progression,
1: just accepting my views of the world, like, mm-hmm. especially during that awful, awful time of, like, middle school, high school. <laughs> I mean, though, I kind of just... I had an idea, like, when we are like, in elementary school age, but still went to church, and even during middle and high school, went to, like, youth group and stuff, mm-hmm.
0: but I... Was- were, you, were you... So, when you went to the church and stuff, were you... Because I know to be fair a lot of the times when i went and a lot of the people that i knew that went it was kind of like a social event yeah, like you were so going social for Jesus and like or anything going
1: with grandparents is more of a cultural obligation
0: right so was that was it was it like that for you or were you going because you were curious or like
1: what, what? uh well being raised around it kind of had a just an average expectation. an average understanding and the expectation right um but it, yeah that just kind of that I guess the interest in it kind of died down and kind of if you have a graph of my accepting me being an atheist (laughs) and my interest in going to church, it kind of, the accepting went up and the church went down kind of as I got older. That's interesting. Just because maturing and kind of getting to understand who I am and what, I believe. So yeah,
2: is there a certain point you can add to on that graph of like where specifically your acceptance went up at the exact same as your, you know, going to church went down? Is there a certain time frame? Uh not necessarily. Anything?
1: I mean we stopped going like middle of high school. Well yeah, but but other than that, nothing really major. Not nothing that's like there is no God because this happened. And it's just like...
0: Right. It was just a progression. It was like yeah, a... A gradual progression gradual, of
1: yeah. non-belief. So, yeah, so... <laughs> Which I, usually for most people is not how it happens. Most people are like, yeah, I've just never well, believed. And other people are just like, yeah, I saw this and I hated it. And mm-hmm. then they became a anti theist. I don't know. I, I, I've i heard different stories. Or I,
2: I, It's so unique to everybody. That's the cool yeah. thing about anything.
1: Yeah. So... Anything religious has that unique factor because, like, yes, some people grew culturally into it, but then they had that revelation. Mm-hmm. And it. I think it's more noticeable for people with religion because they have that revelation. Where, like, for me, it just never stuck. You, you never had that revelation. Yeah. So I just I know,
0: accepted the world as it is. And, I know you've mentioned, like, in the past that you were like, you never believed. Is that, is that, would you say that you never really believed or you, you just progressively came to disbelief or like, how would you describe that?
1: uh, Again, with the graph, I guess kind of like at the very top is like belief. Mm -hmm. And for me, I mean, being raised around it, you're not quite there at the top, but you're somewhere like, put it like 75%. Mm And
0: it's
1: like, yeah, this, this, and this, but...
0: So you're just kind of believing it because people told you to. Yeah, it wasn't it's like cool. Yeah, it's, it's just like learning
1: anything. You just kind of accept things at that time as a little kid. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's fair. Okay, so I think you, you mentioned this earlier, but uh, I guess for clarification, do you believe in the supernatural at all? Mm. Or do you believe that anything that exists is all in the natural world?
1: I think it all exists in the natural world, and... I guess to like play on that a little bit, mm-hmm. from kind of how I see like paranormal stuff, it wouldn't necessarily be a different world. It'll just possibly like a different realm and like.
0: So it's an extension of the natural world that we haven't yeah, discovered from, right yet.
1: From because I don't necessarily believe in it, but that's kind of how my interpretation of like reading about that and looking up ghost stories because if it wasn't in the natural realm, how would we see it? Yeah, that's interesting.
0: So like, you do believe in paranormal stuff, but you don't believe that it is well, super na- like external to the natural world. Basically. Well, no,
1: but because like I can, ki- I kind of see, Or would you
0: say you're like agnostic to the paranormal? Uh,
1: still very strictly. No, because again, I haven't had really any major kind of sightings or anything, mm-hmm. but from like, What I can kind of see what most people, because, you know, most people, the paranormal stuff is like a dead family member that they know. I think it's just kind of the mind, a little bit the mind might play some tricks because the mind plays lots of tricks on us. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I guess I'm, I guess I'm, I asked this question specifically because, you know, Home Dog, your boy right here. Yeah. Was once upon a time a, a ghost hunter
1: and you're ooh. very interested in the religious and the
2: paranormal.
0: Yeah, well, very, I, mean, uh, I always always grew up with personally, a fascination with the paranormal. They're very tied together in yeah. my
2: in my eyes. Okay. See, that's very very on point for today. What do you what do you the mean? The paranormal and the date. I mean, oh, ooh.
0: oh, oh yeah. yeah spo- well, spooky. S- spoilers, we're recording this on Halloween. <laughs> So I don't know when this is going out. but yeah we, yeah, we
2: may cut that out. You never know. Yeah,
0: well, no, I'm probably not going to yeah. edit this because uh, I don't two. feel like it. Here, yeah. l-
2: let me lay a situation out <laughs> okay. regarding our next question. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. All right, you've lived a pretty pretty good life, you know?
0: It's how it's ups and downs. But that's yeah, kind of all right. His hy- in his hypotheticals is what he's saying.
2: You know, you've lived your life like you wanted to, all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. You're laying there. And you know your time's coming to an end. You feel it.
0: You're on your deathbed. You feel the, the grips of well, death. Well, it might
2: not, it might not be a bed. It's I, I, was, it's, just, it's, it's, I was just it's, making I, it more visual. Yeah, but you're just laying there. You're thinking to yourself, huh, I'm about to fucking die. This is it. Mm-hmm. It's been a good run. You know, I'm glad I've had my dog with me this whole time. I got a tortoise. Things are pretty cool. I don't have kids or a wife because, God, that sounds awful. What happens after that to you? In your personal view, when you're, you close them eyes and take that last breath, what happens? You take that
1: last... Well, most times you're not even conscious for your last breath, but... You, you know what I mean. <laughs> you're gone. You do not exist anymore.
2: As you came in, you came out. So do you believe like your whole energy stops, or your just consciousness stops?
1: Essentially... The, the, find what you think of as energy is it like a paranormal kind of spiritual energy
2: well no, our body's made up of electricity well yeah things are always moving matter cannot be created well perpetual motion I, and all that shit.
1: that I falls into uh you you're put into the ground and the worms eat you so you can grow a tree or something beautiful like that this Hopefully. actually
0: this actually leads me to a a, real, a related question that I wanted to ask you um because under the naturalist view, we don't have souls and everything that happens is basically from the brain. So would you say that our conscious experience is just a result of stuff happening in our brain?
1: Yeah. I mean, because like, I don't necessarily believe the either concept of we have full free will and we have, or we have no free will because we're creatures of habit. So we're going to Do things that we are habitually trained to do just like any other creature well that's interesting because we're gonna have a episode on free will very soon here yeah and and i mean it's like i guess since what we're living is such a profound interesting experience that nothing ever can quantify in existence uh yeah
2: it's just truly fascinating and one little s- quick side question: When you think of death, do you accept it? Are you scared of it? Or are you excited for it? It's gonna happen. I mean, I don't need to like worry about it, nor be like, "I'm
1: gonna die." Do you so think... you're not like thinking about it no. actively.
0: Do you... uh, I, feel... I mean, obviously you're young. You're not gonna yeah. think about it. But like, Well, I mean, I've had to do have Do you those... think about it? Like sometimes.
1: I mean, at certain points in my life, I've had to face the fact: Yeah, I'm gonna die. Mm-hmm. But it's just like. Just accept it because there's nothing you can do about it.
2: Do you feel that might change as you get older, and you may get health problems, or you may lose more people close to you? Do you feel that could change, or do you think you're going to try to keep that level-headedness throughout? Uh,
1: it's possible because anything it, when you bring emotions and like family members and or it, people important to you, the results are always drastic. So it could change very much. But I would tr- I would prefer to try to keep that level head, just accepting of it and move on with my life and figure out why I can do the best with it.
2: I respect that. I respect that. So. All
1: right.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll let you ask this next question.
2: What gives you meaning in life? Yeah, uh, David, we what all, gives
0: you meaning in life? We, we all, all have what question. gives us
2: meaning. <laughs> but since you don't have a higher power to reach out to, to find that meaning, what gives you, David, meaning?
0: Or uh, as like a, a paraphrased version of that, what are your goals in life? What do you want to achieve? Uh, that may be a, a related question. Well, it might be something separate, but it's it's same, it's same it's kind pretty of similar I guess kind
1: of in my frame of mind, the idea of what gives you meaning is more like what makes your little brain chemicals go, yeah, you did something. So, I mean, just the generic stuff that we work for in life, the longer goals that have that delayed major satisfaction when it's finished – Like working on music, working on art, uh, getting a good job, having your house, well, having a house, maybe having a significant other, that kind of long, delayed satisfaction. But that delayed satisfaction is much more profound than that instant gratification. Yeah. So kind of whatever makes your brain feel good (laughs) As long as it's not hurting anybody, and as I said, I'm
2: leaving the world a better place than once I came. God, I can't tell if you're like an antidepressant shill or like an anti-antidepressant shill with that answer.
1: <laughs> uh, well. Chaotic neutral? Uh, I mean, I, I my, my beliefs on like the pharmaceuticals, it, it's a little bit yes and a little bit no.
0: <laughs> what do you mean?
1: Uh, well, essentially... Yeah, yeah. Some people need antidepressants, but I also believe that we need to have a more rigorous therapy and mental health. Because, like, for example, in France with ADHD, instead of giving you an Adderall, first they're going to try to put you on an exercise regimen. They're going to try to do something. Damn, so they're
2: going to call me fat because they
1: can't focus. Well, no, because (laughs) it helps release dopamine and kind of calms the mind and body down.
0: Yeah, it's more of a natural way of dealing yeah. with it. And it's a healthier medication. way than
2: just feeding you amphetamines. Yeah. Oh. And less addictive. You're going to love this next question. I hope you know that. And Bailey's going to love I, it just I as gotta much. I got to
0: ask you, you know. David. Yeah. Tell me about your satanic necklace. Uh, well. Because you're an atheist. You're not supposed you to be religious. But you, you got a satanic necklace. What on earth? What does that mean? Well, tell I, the world.
1: I guess being a filthy atheist and also <laughs> being... At one point, interested in the occult, mm-hmm. uh, everyone learned about Anton Levy and his idea of I I'm a bastard lies and butcher this but Levatian Satanism and it's not uh theistic Satanism but it is more of a lifestyle and I mean and if you read the commandments on there you would agree with at least ninety nine percent of them. And
0: is, a, is I don't know if this is the same thing that I've heard of, but I, I have heard from someone, I can't verify because I haven't looked it up, yeah. but also, I've heard that basically the Satanic Ten Commandments, there's 11. It's the same Ten Commandments as the Judeo-Christian Ten Commandments, but there's an, another one that says if someone does something to you, then do whatever it takes to get revenge.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I don't and,
0: remember. I don't know if that's the same thing that you are uh, talking about, or if that's something kind else. of sh-
2: kind of an eye for an eye type deal, basically. Yeah, and
1: I mean, in some aspects, I could see that, but yeah, and, and
0: to be fair, I mean, let me ver- not let me not publicize that as like that's legit. I just yeah. heard that, so Re- I don't know. read it,
1: and I do recommend you reading them to get kind of a idea about it. But and the funny thing, this isn't even necessarily a satanic cross; it's just a symbol that they used mm-hmm. because there's no true satanic cross because i mean satan didn't die on a crucifix yeah So like they, just, they, just, they not, just not yet <laughs> that
0: Jesus comes after oh. well yeah i think that's like satan has just flipped the star david just to mock them and that's the pentagram and the same thing with the upside down cross well, it's I mean, just a mockery
1: the five well the five star well, Five Point Star has multiple religious and cultural ide- kind of identities, mm-hmm. but it's quite possible. I mean, they're a bunch of edge lords, <laughs> yeah. but like this one is, I forget, maybe Greek What is, what is it signed? called for yeah, people who want to? It. Yeah, uh, it's the sign sulfur. Yeah, it's essentially a sign of sulfur, but if, if you look online, you, you can you see the satanic sulfur? cross. And no, it is not the upside down cross. That is a sign of humility. Tell me about it. Yeah, it's like, I I mean, I used to be interested in, like, before, like, accepting I was atheist and was interested more so in the occult and also being a fucking edgelord.
0: Okay, so why did you go to the occult? What led you to that?
1: uh, Just kind of interested in different perspectives, like the modern hermeticism movement and stuff of, like, the 1900s. For people who don't know what that is, what would that be? Uh... Think of, like... Because well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> honestly, it's been so long, I've kind of lost it. But think of, like, your generic, like, occult, witchcraft stuff. Yeah, like, Freemasons. And, like, uh, not necessarily Freemasons. They're they're filthy deists. I'm saying it to be an But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can also think of them in that way. But just, like, the Wiccan movements and, um... I guess, Shout Ghost Main, the following of the Lima being a Dalamite Mm -hmm. and I mean Levy and I forget their names but they're like very well known in the modern occult movement like worship of Saturn and also shout out Raider Gang in the SoundCloud rap scene but yeah and I don't know what necessarily drew it for me but I was interested in seeing different perspectives and more outsider approaches to kind of beliefs
0: yeah that's (laughs) dope so, I, I Never guess... Never
1: practice, but I, I... And still, today, I'll find some new, like, movement and research it and see if there's anything positive I could take from it to okay. fit into my lifestyle.
0: Gotcha. So, for clarification, for people at home, you don't actually believe in Satan and worship the devil? No. All that jazz? No, I just... You're just wearing it because it's edgy.
1: Well, also, I guess... In one way, yes, but also it was something I was interested in, and I just love being like, well, being that shit heel. That's like, yeah, I mean, it does, It's not necessarily satanic cross, even though we believe it to be. And also, it's so you like uh, pissing off theists, and it's an eight, <laughs> pretty much, and it's an eight, more of an atheist lifestyle symbol than,
0: yeah,
1: though there there is an atheist symbol, and it's stupid it, because I've seen it. It looks what, so dumb.
0: It's like a it's like an let,
1: let me let me let me. Speak, so speak my mind here.
0: <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Yes, I understand the cultural aspects of being a group, but atheism is about the lack of religion. Don't make it what? into oh, a religion. Oh, okay,
0: so this is a completely different topic, and you know it may be a rabbit trail. But what do you think? Have you heard about the atheist churches? What do you think about that?
1: Like, I thought people didn't believe in religion, and a church is a religious.
0: Okay, but that's the thing. But the is lack of it's, religion is the cultural is not, aspect of it. It's the community. Yes, yeah, the, the community. community like the thing.
1: name's stupid. I understand the meaning behind
0: it. I think it's dumb, too, to be fair. Which I just—I found that, it interesting that they exist. To be the devil's I guess it's advocate. more so
1: Sorry, I didn't catch that. a support group. above to edit. Stop. <laughs> it's more of, like, being a support group, and if they're like, yeah, we're just a group of atheists, like, cool. I mean, we all— Go st- do some work
2: outside and— like do do some charity work or something. I mean to be the devil's advocate here. Churches are literally a community where you usually have one thing in common. That's yeah. Jesus. Well, just like any or that's Allah group. or group. And that's any group. So I and why not just put it blatantly, A, hey, we're all here together cuz we're atheists. I, I don't have a problem with yeah, that. Yeah, I just find that yeah. uses as a church as yeah. quite silly. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, but I agree. I, I, I get... do understand
1: that most people come from some sort of religious background. Yeah. So church is kind of like a catch-all term.
0: Right. That's fair. All right, so I'm going to I'm going to pull we we had a a conversation about this a while back, but I'm going to pull the Pascal's wager on you. So for people who don't know what Pascal's wager is, uh, it's basically a smart guy back in the day who was like, you know, if Christianity, or any religion for that matter, is true, believing in it is probably a safe bet. Whereas if it's not true and you believe in something like atheism, you have a lot on the line there. So I guess would it not be riskier Would it is it not riskier to choose not to believe in God and be wrong than to choose— to believe in God and be wrong. Does that, does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess in one way, yes, but in another way, if you, unless like that religion is verifiably correct in all aspects in this scenario, then picking any other religion is equally as wrong, depending on how strict the God is. So Mm -hmm. like for, and it's also about conviction. Your revelation, and I mean, even in that world, there will be atheists, yeah. Would they be wrong? Oh, yes, yes, definitely. But I, I can kind of accept that if I'm wrong about my worldview, so be it.
0: Mm-hmm. But, 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 uh, but, 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 if you're
1: wrong, you
0: if go I'm hell, right, you, you, Christian go you go to hell hey. forever. <ensl picky artwork> but lindo lindo much,
1: if the Hindu is right, we're all going to hell. <laughs> But do Hindus believe in hell? Uh, all right then.
2: I I I,
0: I think they think just believe in reincarnation, don't they? They're just like, yeah. Well, you re- come back as like
2: a fucking worm or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, gee, that sucks. I guess I I'll mean, have to that, start all I over. Th-
2: it,
1: I might be wrong, but I think after, it's like dying you, in an old video game. If you fail so many over. times, it, there there's kind of a level of hell. Like you can reach enlightenment, you can reach the bottom of the pits. Okay. And you can just be stuck there well, unless you do right.
0: Maybe we have a Hindu listener that can inform us. Or yeah. that would we, like to
2: join for an episode.
0: Yeah, we don't want to give blanket statements on things we yeah. don't know. So we're going to clarify so, when we don't know things. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. one of the things I'm, we don't know. I'm
1: pretty sure I'm wrong, but I... Think like at least a teacher explained it that way to me, so it's probably definitely wrong. I
0: should know. I did a comparative religion course in college. I just don't remember uh, that specific like if it's one of L the few
2: thing. popular polytheistic religions left. So it's to us, we all come from a monotheistic background. Well, so, it's, so it's
0: also Eastern. It's a very Eastern religion. Yeah,
2: yeah, but. <clears throat> At one point, I had a stronger understanding of those than I did with Judaism and Islam, mm-hmm. but that's kind of flipped as times have came through. I was I used to love studying polytheistics, but that's beside the point. We'll hit that later.
0: Yeah. So uh, I got I got one other question for you, and then we're gonna let you know Michael wrap it up. So
2: no, uh, no, there's two. There's is there two? Yeah, there's 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 the wrap up. The objection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway,
0: okay. Do you well, want me this, to hit, this is, hit that question, or do you? Want I to... got the question. This is terrible. This is weird. Uh, very professional. So, David. Yes. You're wrong. Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't know if you're wrong, but let, let's let's I say I might be. Let's okay. I I think we can all agree that we might be wrong. We're all we're all like you know we might we're wrong. all
1: human. Anyway, we're inherently um, flawed.
0: What could convince you? That you were wrong and that Christianity were true what is there anything specific that would
1: convince um, you essentially, I would have to have like an angel come down and just be like, "You know david you you've had a few good running years, but you're wrong, and this religion's the right one. It would have to be a major revelation, a major kind of spiritual awakening
0: see my In that
1: aspect i'm not trying to
0: invalidate that but at least if it were me and i had that but, i'd be like am i fucking crazy like did this actually just happen
2: i'd have to call everyone make sure i didn't just go to a drug dealer and drugstore like get some you would shit. probably
0: you would probably go for like some psychiatric help if that yeah, happened but like, I, would I was that actually i, I will convince say to you because you might question
2: your own sanity at that i point. will say that's actually not an uncommon thing that happens to people oh really like or I they'll, haven't heard of it, or they'll fucking uh, die and be like, I was at the gates of fucking hell. Well, well uh, so, like, so to like me, that's on the near same. Death
0: experiences are different. Or like the and book, We're gonna do an episode on that yeah. later, eventually. But to me, yeah. fact, so
2: that's almost on the same, because to be touched.
0: I think what he's talking about is like a revelation, like in a dream yeah. or something.
2: Or
1: say like that the guy that or a vision the book that you read about the dude going and essentially visiting hell. Yeah. I mean, if it was that profound, yeah, I would have to
2: change my worldview
1: quite a lot. Yeah. well, But it could also, it could
2: just be something. you just chilling on the couch eating some Cheetos and Age comes up. What's yeah, up, it, bitch? I was <laughs> just you're
1: being, wrong. I was just being that drastic kind of to state the point. But it could be something more nuanced and light. But it would still have to be something that pushes that threshold of like, yeah, I, I, need, I need to change my my views yeah well i I don't necessarily know what because who knows
0: yeah well i mean i had like obviously several delts uh like within the past like probably five years or so and i i went through like a i guess the popular term is uh, a deconstruction and reconstruction period where i kind of like i guess learned more about what i believed and why i believe it's like
1: changing your well moving all your furniture in your bedroom you might take some stuff out. You might add some stuff there. You still kind of have that grasp of it, but you want to make sure it's right for you. Yeah, sure. I'd, but,
2: I've recently done that. But,
0: but basically, um, over the next s- several episodes, we're going to kind of get into that. And it'll be more discussion-oriented, but I'm definitely going to bring out like the things that kind of changed my mind and opened my perspective to things. And, I mean, maybe it'll help for you. Maybe it won't. But, it, yeah. at the very least, I might we'll be, understand I might become more. a good
2: Christian boy. Maybe you will. I doubt. Maybe. <laughs> you fucking filthy atheist. All
0: right. Well, you can you can go ahead and do the wrap-up question. I'll, I'll let Michael do, press, do the pressing hard final
2: statement. Well, I'm going to do a part of it in my own way and I'll let you carry it from where I leave off. Okay. All right. But, I think both of our main objection with atheism is to us it seems kind of pointless cuz we we feel that presence we feel something it it's not just in my book there's evolution everything happens for reason all that shit and chain reactions but without something greater being there it seems pointless to me and i mean it it just seems like there's got to be something would you like to continue that, Bailey?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grill you. I'm gonna drill you. I'm gonna grill you, boy. You all wait. right. So, um, like he said, it's pointless uh, to use a term from Ecclesiastes. Uh, Everything is but a vapor. Um, no matter mm. what, no matter what, we're all gonna die. Eventually, no one's gonna remember you. We're gonna, you know, the the world's gonna blow up in the heat death of the universe. Uh, There's no point in existence but living your best life and nothing after that. There's no hope. So I feel like that's kind of an untenable and unsatisfying existential view of life. And when it's played out over an entire lifetime, it's going to lead to nihilism and a certain cynicism about your own existence. Not to mention the existential toll it takes on your mental health. So how would you defend your worldview against these criticisms, David? I guess to
1: put in a like an existentialist point of view from the very little I've I understand about it. Uh major thing is like that kind of existential noticing of stuff like what like think of a table. Mm-hmm. That table was once a tree, which was once just a seed, which grew from another tree, and so on and so forth. There's a beauty in just everything. And I guess as you said, yeah, not uh, your life is just your life, but that's kind of the beauty of it. Your life will both be an impact, but in the end, yeah, heat death of the universe and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess for the foreseeable future until the heat Dev, my life might have a minor impact on even a small group of people, or I could change the world. Does it affect me? Not necessarily. The greatest impacts are usually after people die. Yeah. But I, that's kind of the beauty of it, is it as I said it's such a unique experience to be a part of the current time the current world the technologies the cultures yeah. and just kind of accepting yeah it's only here for a short time but make the best of it.
0: Yeah, and I I wouldn't like disagree with most of that but I just feel and like
1: though I do see how I mean look at the anti there's a very cynical nihilistic point of view. Yeah. And I guess they're not wrong, but at, I kind of view that more so as an emotional response mm-hmm. than kind of just thinking a and, logical, rational, look. and well balanced response so just accepting it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think yeah you know, the world's meaningless. Everything I and mean, nothing is here forever. Why? Yeah,
2: but that's just depression speaking. <laughs> look, look at David. The filthy, cool, calm. Collective, calculated like David? atheist.
1: <laughs> I guess I, sometimes I can be. I can just be as emotional as anyone else. Yeah. But, I mean, usually you're not. What, why stress myself over, like, being a filthy nihilist, cynic, anti theist? God, he makes atheism sound kind of okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You're and, not supposed and, to do that. I guess, in my perspective, seeing, like, the modern world, there's a. A lot more people that if they didn't think atheist was just like anti, well they put anti theists together. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot heck even a lot of people going to churches would are more so identifiable by by atheism as they don't have that strict following of beliefs. They just go for convention's sake.
2: I see that. Yeah, I
1: can I can see that. I mean, it might not be a major majority of like religious people. Well uh-huh. quote unquote religious people.
2: But it, it's definitely there. So you'd say yeah. you'd say you that's kinda like the like a Jewish person who's Jewish by culture, not by religion. Yeah. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. Or I get what you're putting down. Like it Smells pretty people good.
1: People that we went to youth group full with we all a lot of us did it for a social aspect. Right. And sure, some, some people pus pus. grew and developed their <laughs> religious beliefs, but a lot of people just go for church for convention's sake and cultural sake. Yeah. The same face.
0: Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I get that. And, and like, I don't know. Sometimes, maybe this is just me, but I'm like, I'm already 22. I've lived probably, at best, a quarter of my life already. And shit, I feel I'm, like I've
2: lived half my goddamn life. Maybe at this more. Point. Maybe more. Who knows? But uh will be like 120. Might He'll be, be almost my life. Be, might just die tonight. You never know. Exactly. But, it's a very dark way of fucking looking at it. I'm sorry, guys. But
0: uh, the thing is, like, it's like, I, for me, I'm just like, well, for me, being a Christian, I can be like, well, you know, this world sucks, but at least I have something to hope for. At least I have something to look forward to and not think like, well, when I'm done, I'm done. You know, I feel like that would really bother me with as much... Garbage is in this world that you experience uh, on a daily basis. I feel like that would really drag me I, down if I were an atheist. I, I mean, see, I, in I just some gotta ways, worry yes, about everything.
1: But in other ways, you just gotta think about it and see, like, and then even though, like, from example, myself, I don't have a big voice with a lot of people, but the people I do have a voice with, I can like voice that and change how I do things or my approaches to things to be to lead that. So at least maybe even just one person to a better life and a better viewpoint to live a happy, happier healthier life
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean like happy, for example healthy, I mean a guy I work with he, he he messes up at work a lot and like guy. my general manager thinks of like yelling and fussing about it mm-hmm. where like when he messes up or I know something's wrong I'll just speak to him about it, and we'll have a cool, calm conversation. And well, it's because you're David. You're not, you're not an angry, yelly person. Hopefully, I can change, help change how he works, but also, well, I'm like, yeah, I understand. You make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And kind of stuff like that, just not being a dick. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that's a major problem. People just love to be dicks and self-centered. Yeah. Think, is, is think about any... your community just as much as yourself, and do not let either one deprecate
0: it. I think you're a very reasonable atheist. I think most people, uh, either they're either going to love you or hate you, and we'll find out when this I, comes out. And that's okay. Yeah. Is,
2: is there anything else that we haven't asked that you want to put on table? You want to let your nuts hang?
0: Yeah, like to let people know, like, you know, obviously these are our introductory episodes. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you want people to know about you before we go into other episodes? Yeah, you uh,
1: atheist. Not necessarily. I mean, we've pointed pretty much every kind of simple basis. So you weren't but born also, with a vagina. The the beautiful thing about being an atheist is you can also just not, you, you can kind of have the agnostic idea. Like I just don't know about some things and that's fine. Yeah. But try, but also try to learn from them, try to learn things and learn different viewpoints because like my major thing is, yeah, I have my viewpoint, but I want to learn, about other people's viewpoints and see kind of how the mind works. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it's all in the mind. It's all just chemical reactions happening with receptors in your brain and see what makes people tick. And also... That, that makes friendship seem very fucked up. <laughs> well, I,
0: I, yeah, I, I, d- I mean, disagree on that. In an existentialist but we'll get into that later. In that kind of worms. viewpoint,
1: there's a beauty to that. Because everything that happens in our body... Is there it starts somewhere <laughs> i feel like it, it i from, feel like that
0: deprives the beauty out of it if it's know, to just me, purely natural there's naturalist. a beauty
1: in the mechanism of it it's like watching a yeah, machine do, work
0: okay i'm not going to open that can of worms because we're like, going to have whole conversations on this so I'm like, not going to go there
1: look at a car <clears throat> think of a car think of how that motor runs think I of know exactly little... how
2: all that shit runs <laughs> yes yeah,
1: but think of all the t- or like in a watch all the tiny little mechanisms going to work giving you a beautiful result and I guess and one thing see
2: the beauty in all the small things. God, he makes us sound like a bunch of fucking assholes.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: so that I, I I could I could go in a million different ways with this, but we're gonna have basically entire episodes, um, on, you know, origins of life and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So we're we're gonna uh, I'm gonna hold off. Oh yeah, that's gonna we'll, be a fun one. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that later. Because
1: um, to, to me, uh,
0: <clears throat> but like the thing I like about you is that you're not like the militant atheist type where you're not like, like, okay, so for example, I went to school. We Don't yeah. say the name, but you guys know who I'm, I'm talking about. Them, but. Well, well, I went to school in elementary school, and I mentioned to the fact that I was a Christian to somebody, and he's like, "Well, I'm an atheist, and my parents were atheists, and you're only Christian because your parents were Christian, and blah blah blah, and you're only Christian because you're in this part of the world where." I was like, can, well, "Hold slow down." Can your I roll. add one
2: more thing? And my dad played Diablo 2 with Obama. <laughs> Stop.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I mean, ne- he's not
1: but, necessarily wrong at that point. But he's just a fucking asshole. Whoa. But that's being a dick.
0: I could I could refute literally everything he said at this point. But we're not. Yeah. Again, we're not getting into that. Yeah. But what I'm, I'm trying to compliment you. All right. Yeah. But, what I'm saying is, you're not that guy. You're not the kind of guy that's like an anti deist, like you know, or an anti theist. You know, you're yeah. you're a very passive, like, okay, you can believe that. I don't yeah. think there's yeah. anything as as wrong not with it.
1: Being a dick. Yeah. That's my number one commandment. Do not be a dick yeah and if david you, the, the second one is leave the world leave, leave it a better place than once you came yeah but, and, and if you and were,
0: learn from history if you were a dick we, we probably wouldn't, wouldn't be friends yeah. with you. probably wouldn't be doing this podcast yeah. right now so
2: or maybe we would who fucking knows yeah
0: maybe it would be just more interesting to be honest maybe you should be more of a dick no I'm just
1: kidding it, it doesn't come naturally
0: yeah i know
2: i come naturally
0: all right. Well, I think we're gonna end it now. All I, think right. gonna, I think we're gonna end up this podcast. So, uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, Hope it was if,
1: chill and relaxing. Yeah. For if it. you want
0: to get in contact with us, um, we have contact information in the uh, in the show description. I actually haven't made it in real life yet, so. I don't know what it is, yeah. but it's there in the description, so go we check us it out. We about our
1: Twitters, and you can look yeah, at my age Lord Instagram account. Yeah, yeah, you
0: can check us out on social media and get in contact if you have any comments or questions for us. Uh, hit you us can up send there. Hey,
1: no, my way. I don't care. Uh,
0: but yeah, and definitely. Um, definitely if you liked it review the podcast because uh give <laughs> us give us like a four or five star rating maybe share that'll, with that'll, your friends like post yeah. you know? it on reddit whatever. i don't know just
2: give us whatever you feel like yeah. man if we're one star tell us we're fucking one star because no, were... then
1: it'll
0: hide the podcast and then we'll never be found for sure i don't know but so only you, four or five you know stars, how i find only. out
2: about albums nowadays is not the fucking good ones it's the shitty ones yeah <laughs> so why would you listen to it it's not because you intrigued. want to listen to shitty music? Well, no, it's it's that intrigue about it. Yeah, I gotta about see. why is it so bad. So just be honest oh, with why? us. Like we'll be honest right. with you. That's all, all right. we care about in this world. All right,
0: that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, do uh, we want to
2: tag any of our current social media?
0: Stop wheezing. Sorry, if you hear that, that's David's dog wheezing in the background. Yeah, she's. A um, person. no, I'll just have it in the show description. So. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks. For, thank you guys for listening. Thank thank you, David, for uh, answering all of our. For Very being... prodding, prodding questions. Always yeah, a you pleasure. filthy
2: atheist. Yeah, you filthy,
0: godless, atheist, hopeless as man. Yes, they come. The cuck uh, of the family. All right. Well, that's the end. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Love you.